All conversations and information exchanged during What If Nothing's Wrong podcast with Heidi Haddad, LCSW, are intended for educational and entertainment purposes only. Please do not confuse this with treatment, therapy, or psychotherapeutic advice or guidance. The information on these podcasts is supplemental and not meant to interfere with the therapeutic work between you and your professional therapist, counselor, or psychiatrist. Please understand that Heidi Haddad does not maintain the role of your psychotherapist, but rather offers an educated, professional perspective from that of a licensed clinical social worker. When your anxiety is crippling and you're stuck inside your head, find your joy, find your joy. When your man won't touch you, but you want to have a baby, find your joy, find your joy. When you're walking down the street and you get punched in the face, find your joy, find your joy. When you want to fire a bazooka at your neighbor's barking dog, find your joy, find your joy, find your joy, find your joy. Hi, Nelsie. Welcome back. Hi, Heidi. Welcome (laughs) back to you. And hi, all of you. Welcome back and welcome to What If Nothing's Wrong, the podcast that asks the question, what if... What if? Just what if? What if? Nothing is actually is wrong. wrong. Hmm. I think it's, it's gotten long, longer, the title of the podcast. <laughs> what, is, what if nothing is Why actually not? wrong? Why not? So, hey, you were gone. I was gone, but I can't even talk about anything until we address the Will Smith oh, situation last night. I, I, first of all, I just have to say that I'm so, I'm so happy I was there in real time. Because everybody's going to be talking about it. when Janet Jackson, like when her boob popped out at, at the um, what the heck is that called? That football Super game? Super Bowl? Super Bowl? <laughs> I missed it. You know what I mean? So I feel like I had missed a moment in time. And this time I was there texting nonstop back and forth with Raina as uh, Will Smith just had a meltdown. What's your, what's your take on it, Heidi El Haddad? So I always like to, I always like to leave room for what we don't know, which is we don't know I've what. A lot of articles. I've got a lot of articles. No, I mean, what we do, have anything by Will? Oh no, but I do know that Will has stopped his Instagram. He's off Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. Like, boom, close those accounts. Closed them. That's hilarious. It, if you go to him, it just says this person doesn't exist. Yeah, yeah. It says Will who? They don't know. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, I guess he doesn't want to deal with the outcome. The fact that he apologized to the Academy, but not to Chris. I, I don't. So let's I, walk. We can walk the listener. If there's anybody who's listening who did not either see it or hear about it from multiple sources. Chris Rock was presenting on the Oscars, the nominees for best documentary. He made a joke about Jada because she's her hair is buzzed very short which we found out afterwards because she has alopecia that's why she shaved it all off so that's a piece that most people probably didn't know so we made a joke about Jada love you can't wait to see you in G.I. Jane 2 (laughs) (laughs) to which Will chuckled right and then looked at Jada she did not she did not look wait did you Well, did he look at her? Because I didn't, what I, what I was, what was absent for me was her, her reaction to his reaction. I saw him laugh. I saw her not laugh kind of like really. And then 
that was and then the next thing you know yeah he's on stage chris rock is going what what man and kind of laughing because right because 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 also will's smiling as he approaches he's not um he's not what he did from our vantage point or my vantage point he didn't walk on stage with a i'm coming to get you dude you know he came on stage smiling so that's why it seemed like Chris was saying, oh, here he comes. I think he even said, hey, King Richard. He started to call him Richard, like for the character that he plays in the movie that he was nominated for and then won. Um, and then Will Smith smacked Chris Rock. And it was open hand. I think he slapped him. You could hear it. You, you can, can hear, hear it. it. You can hear yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, then they go, they cut away to like an Oscars, you know, like the Oscar icon. But what Chris is saying, though, because I have you now, I've now yes. seen the unedited or the uncensored perspective is Will Smith just smacked the shit smacked the me. shit out of me, and then Will Smith is in the audience screaming not Do nice you, things. I don't want keep, keep my, my wife's, wife's mouth name, out of your name blank out of your mouth. mouth. Yeah, mm. and he said that like two times, and Chris Rock said, "Dude, I like how I say blank." I know. Like this was, isn't already an X-rated. Yeah, yeah. It was a joke. Yeah. He's like, it was a joke, and and uh, like all the other jokes. Somebody, I saw somebody on Twitter wrote, if Amy Schumer had been the one to have made that joke, would will have would will have gotten up and smacked her across the face? No, exactly. No, no. And there were a lot of might people. Have, Jada might. I, I read some articles that suggested there's a backstory, like a backstory competition between the two of them. Um, they didn't say it outright, but they were inferring it because, uh, you know, just mentioned a couple of other times that Chris Rock make, made jokes about, oh, when Jada um, threatened to um, boycott the Oscars because the Oscars are so white, right? And Chris Rock made a joke like, oh, no, Jada, Jada Pinkett Smith's um, boycotting the Oscars. What are we going to do? He said, that's like, that's like Rihanna boycotting me out of her panties. She never invited me into her panties. So pretty big diss, right? But that's from like, whatever, three or four years ago. Um, And then at another point he was on, Chris Rock was on like a late night show and he was joking about uh, Will Smith's kids, you know, like all the, all the acting jobs they're getting. And he's like, you know, it's not bad enough that Chris, that Will Smith's taken my acting jobs. Now he's taking my kids act. His kids are taking my kids acting jobs again, all in a joke. But whoever was writing this article was trying to f- connect some dots to suggest that maybe there was. Right. Thus my expand the lens. Maybe there's a backstory. None of the backstory makes Will's reaction acceptable. No. And then the fact that he then wins the Oscar and he goes up there and he's blubbering about all things. And it's, it's not sitting right with me while I, if that slap hadn't happened, I could have been there. But as he's talking about wanting to be a vessel of love and peace and light and everyone's going, you just slapped the shit out of the, uh, (laughs) of another I can't even get out of my mouth of an actor, of a person on stage, at the Oscars, anywhere. It doesn't matter that you're at the Oscars except for the fact that it's seen by millions it's of people. seen by millions of people and and like talking about How do you stand it. there representing King Richard? Right. And oh, he, well, here's the interesting thing. 
I heard, uh, I heard, I read that in on the commercial breaks, his his like um, PR person, his public relations person was talking to him at every commercial break between it happening and between him winning for best actor. She was there talking. Apparently Denzel came over and was talking to Jada and was talking to Will. And I'm just guessing that he was scrambling, like trying to figure out how to connect what he did to the part he plays, because then he was saying um, Richard Williams was a protector of his family. He protected his family. I'm like, yeah, that's a a stretch. It's a stretch. Well, I mean, not saying that he didn't, but- own your own your behavior not don't just apologize to and that was his he couldn't apologize must not have been able to apologize to chris obviously yeah and so apologizing to the people but it didn't really own didn't really own the fact that he could have handled himself differently possibly yeah and i mean i feel like he could have either made a joke uh, like a self-deprecating joke, I think is what you would have to do, or an actual or just, apology to Chris and own it. Like if, if his wife it. has wow. been out about her alopecia, which I understand that she has been, and that she yeah. was vulnerable about what she's going through, that then he could have said, "Listen, I, you know, I'm sorry. I reacted that way. My wife's been going through it, and it's, um, yeah, I felt I don't, protective, it's not and any, it was reactive, and I shouldn't have done it. And wow, right. sorry, Chris." Yeah. Yeah. Instead, he went on and talked about his mom couldn't be there because she has knitting on Sunday nights. I mean, did you catch that? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the whole thing <laughs> and was, then you're like, what's happening? So then you're sort of like, okay, is there some bad blood? But like, is there some part not, of him that's really sad that his mom didn't come? Like, like, is he thinking, really, mom, you couldn't come because of your knitting thing? You can't come to the Oscars because well, that's it's a whole other knitting level. night? Right? right? That was I a mean, whole... But who knows? I didn't even go there because I wasn't... I mean, it was a little bit. What? But... Again, the whole thing was soured by. Oh, so sad. Well, wait a second, dude. Yay for you that you just won this Oscar, but I can't even uh, get excited for you because you just slapped somebody. You just slapped somebody. You just hauled off and slapped somebody for making a joke, which is the point. He's a comic and he makes fun of people. Yeah. Every, all of them make fun yes, of people. Yes. 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 Sorry I that mean, hit Amy- a nerve. Amy Schumer, who I love so much, she um, at the in the opening, she's talking about the Ricardos and and about um, oh God, who's the director? Famous, famous director. Can't remember his name, but she's like only only this director could make a movie about Lucille Ball and not have a single laugh in it. And you know, Javier Bardem and both he and Nicole Kidman screaming with laughter, right? Both of them totally laughing. No, I just think that, you know, have a sense of humor and know what's what's uh, in store when you're coming to the Oscars. It's like you're a public figure. People are going to are going to poke fun at you. And that's what happens. That's what happens at the Oscars. Am I right? Or am I yeah. right? No, you're 100. Yeah. yeah. Aaron Sorkin. Thank you. Oh, my God. <sighs> Never would have been able to know that crazy. without the old Google machine. Also, there's something else I wanted to say. Oh, I was going to tell you that there was people are tweeting about what I noticed. What people were tweeting about the quote, the idea of love will make you go, will make you do crazy things. Every woman who's ever been hit has heard that one. <gasps> oh yeah, yeah. He was defending his behavior. I was, I, I was, I was defending my family. Therefore, I had to do it. Yeah, Chris this Rock wasn't is the platform. On stage, I mean, you had to, yeah, and you had to get up out of your seat, right? Walk up on stage yeah, and, and smack this guy. 
who yeah. you know is a comic. Yeah. He's not just yeah. a heckler, not right. just a, right. a random person. Right. I mean, I, I can't, No, it wouldn't be okay no matter what. Yeah. But, yeah. but there are people online who were saying it was deserved. Maybe he didn't need to do that, but it was... As deserved. if Chris Rock, because the assumption is that Chris Rock knew about the alopecia and was going for her, oh, going for the jugular. So, oh, I mean, that's your jugular? Like, you know, come on. I mean, I look. But even I, so, it might be her jugular, but still, it's the assumption is that he knew. And people don't usually go, aren't mean spirited in that. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't seem like it, at least. Yeah. Yeah, anyway. it's going to be interesting what the next round looks like. Like if and when Will Smith is going to come to, you know, have some public statement or apology. By the way, how long was that speech? That speech was like five and a half minutes long. I mean, it, right? I said it, the same thing. I said, isn't he talking for a really long time? Don't they? Like they? Nobody got played out. Only one person got played out. Uh, uh -huh. You know, and of course it was somebody who was like some technical thing. It wasn't no stars got stopped because he went on and Jessica Chastain went on, which of course I loved her speech. I thought her speech was great. She talked about. Yeah, I know, but it was people. very clearly obvious yes. when they, yes. uh, yeah, it was a strange, no, and, and strange did, choice. I have to say, Heidi, let me just ask you as a mental health professional, yes. the way Will Smith was, I, I thought, oh, he's having a breakdown. Like I thought this man is having some sort of a mental health crisis. That's what I thought when I watched him. I was like, did you, did wow. you on your TV did it when he was talking? Did you get the um the Oscars across the screen cover like be, making it impossible to see him? No. I don't So when think he so. was blubbering and doing his thing, yeah. it then cut away from him and we were looking at I don't yeah. remember somebody else. It did cut away for a while, yeah. 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 And so, but then I think when it been, cut back, it, he was cursing. I'm not talking about during the Chris Rock moment. I'm talking about no, when he during the accepted. Speech. Yeah. During the speech. Yeah. I heard him they, say, I just spit. I hope they didn't catch that or something like that. Oh, I, I thought he said something like, I just, um, I thought he said that he had cursed. And that's part, that's why they cut away that he, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I just know. So that's why I was asking. So because it cut out. So I thought maybe he was blubbering so much that he needed a wipe. <laughs> that's what I thought was happening and that we shouldn't look at him like that. But I didn't think that he's lost it. I He's an actor. So I also was holding the space for that. Is this a, is this a performance? And oh. or he's really emotional or maybe he it, or it was the release after that much anger. And. He yeah, and on top realized, of that, oh, I just won an Academy Award. Academy Award, and <laughs> and I, and without apologizing to Chris, just I want to be the vessel for peace and love. And I, instead of saying, and I can't believe I just went up there and slapped this guy, he's crying about it. I mean, it, it felt. Did he? Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, something was missing. Something was missing from that whole thing for me. Yeah, and I thought that. Um, well, I really liked the way um, what Amy Schumer, when Amy Schumer finally came back on, she was oh, like, and she said, something feels different. She was like, she was like, oh, you know, it, was, it took me a while to get out of my uh, Spider-Man outfit. Did, did I miss something? Feels like the energy out here's changed. No? I, okay. I did wonder okay. what was happening backstage <laughs> with all of that. You can imagine that the three hosts are just going, oh my God, especially Wanda and Amy, who are both comics, are like, okay, what, what, where's the jokes? Where are the jokes? Oh my god! 
Okay. So, yes, I don't know if he had a mental break or not. I don't know, but something happened. Maybe. Maybe that's exactly what happened. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. It felt really weird. and But people I mean, are I- definitely up in arms with what it's saying and if it had been a man hitting a woman and if it and calling it abuse and that he should file Christian file assault charges. I mean, all kinds of things. And the fact that he gets to stay in the audience, even he's getting supported by his yeah. publicist. I think, got, I think he got like a and, standing And then he gets an Oscar. When he, when he, when he won. I think he got and, and there was somebody else who was actually saying, you know, everything, everything Will said, yes, yes. I don't remember who that was, but anyway. Um, but I thought, I also thought a couple of, a couple of more things. Okay. Just then we'll wrap this up first. So uh, Sean Combs, right. Uh, was the next person on after um, the whole thing with Chris Rock. Right. And he was introducing the 50th anniversary of The Godfather, which, Peace. of course, oh, just he's kidding. the perfect... The per- Why did they have him introducing the 50th anniversary of The Godfather? I don't know if he has some history with The Godfather that I missed. But um, but he, I thought he handled it really well. He was like, yeah, he was like, well, Chris, you know, at the after party, you guys will work it out. But right now, let's move forward with with some love. And he said, can I hear some love? And he had the audience applaud. So I thought he handled it pretty, very well. So I was impressed with that. But yeah, it was really, it was so uncomfortable, like cringeworthy. When, and, yeah. and then his speech went on and on. And yeah. Okay. Maybe it was just sink and ship. He did, I don't know. He couldn't, he, he couldn't was, pull uh, it back. Yeah. How can you without just a full on? But why I'm wouldn't so- you? Why wouldn't you just do a full on apology? Why wouldn't regardless backstory? Of how we I, don't know backstory. We don't know. Mm-hmm. Also, maybe it's just I don't know backstory. Well, you know not being they, able to give it up and, to Chris. You know that he and Jada Pink Pink Pickett Pinkett Smith they have an open marriage. Were you aware of that little piece of? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> how is that relevant? I don't know. I don't know if it's relevant, but it's kind of an interesting detail because they've both spoken about it. And um, so you I think, think that she open and Chris on her end. might have a little. <laughs> <laughs> no, I hadn't gone there. I hadn't gone there. <laughs> no. And they were separated for a while. All right. None of that's Jada. relevant. Now we're just gossiping. Okay. All right. Or you are. I'm not engaging. <laughs> oh, no, because you are above the gym. I'm not gossiping about that. I have you no idea not. about Jada and Will's relationship. I just thought it was All I can do is talk about what he showed us. Um, yep there and the and the way in which people reacted to it and what it says the commentary it says i mean also i mean so many things so many things i hope he gets the help he needs to figure yeah. that out i hope he gets the help he needs because i yeah. think um something something i know wow so Yes. So you've been away. I think we can move on to what's really important is that you yes, let's went on talk an about adventure. Me. I went on an adventure. Went on lots of adventures. Yeah. You know, and I think that I was in Costa yeah. Rica I quite two weeks. Two weeks. Two week adventure. Or as my seven year old says, thirteen days. Not quite two weeks. <laughs> yeah, mom. Very specific <laughs> needs to be very accurate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I noticed. I don't know if I told you this, but I noticed 
that I finally figured out that I do not need to engage with this kind of conversation that I have with him on a regular, like it's, you know, we've been two weeks. Well, it's not exactly two weeks. Well, it's almost two weeks. So we can just round up, but we can't, but it's 13. Can we? (laughs) Yeah. Right. So I finally realized on the last day that I could just say, okay. (laughs) You could just mm -hmm. say, you're right. 13 days. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Look. So why did you say 14? (laughs) Why did you say 14? Why did you do that? I don't, couldn't do the math. Thank you for the correction. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Thank you, sir. (laughs) So what did I learn? It was, uh, I didn't even ask you what you learned, by the way, but if you want to share what you learned on your adventure. I don't even know what it is. (laughs) Okay. I'll tell you that one time we went zip lining. I didn't learn this, but I'll say that one time we went zip lining. Which the day before, it's this a fearlessness that I might have had, a recklessness, let's call it that, that I may mm-hmm. have had in my younger days. Mm-hmm. Maybe even that younger, just pre-kid day has obliterated, has been obliterated. I just, <laughs> I now suddenly feel, I get these thoughts of oh, mm-hmm. what if, mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. something terrible happening with the zip line, for example, and what am I insane going on? something high above the canopy of a cloud forest. Yeah. The night before I'm lying in bed going, what did I sign up for? And then say to myself, who cares about the money? It doesn't matter because I already paid for it. Let it go. But better than uh, dying. Right. (laughs) So (laughs) you, you go from like, yeah, let's do it. This will be fun to like, what am I insane? Yeah. Who cares about the money? But then, yes. But then how do you, how do you explain to young Leon. Oh no, we're not going. What do you mean we're not going? No, because we might die. But mom, I wanted to go on the zip line. See, it's not so it's easy. It's too unsafe. It's too unsafe. So I don't say that. I decide that I need to check myself and bring myself back to center by reminding myself of where I am and saying thank you for a safe journey and that everything's going to be okay. And even on when we were the we were with a group of other people, not that I knew them, but it was a f- a family of three from Poland and then a family of four with two young, younger kids uh, from the younger US. than Leon. No, they were older than Leon, but oh, okay. young, but still mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, lower in middle school. And the, the Polish family, the, the son who's probably in his twenties mm-hmm. was tripping. Like, like freaking out. Yeah, freaking out. And his mother, too, was going just, I don't think she speaks, her English was not so great. Uh So she was just, it was clear on her face that she was, had. (laughs) and I did say, have you done this? And she said, no. (laughs) And we're both going, and, but meanwhile, her son was like jumping up and down and doing like, okay, 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 we're going to do this. We got this. Really? Wow. So So how high up was the platform? Yeah, first, let it be, let us be clear. Yeah. We took some sort of gondola type thing up to the top of the mountain first. Mm. And and this is, we're in Monteverde. We're at the top of the cloud forest. Wow. So we're at the top of the canopy <laughs> of this So we're talking like forests. 100 feet or 200 feet or more than that? Totally more than that. I could, wow. If you were wow. on the ground, wow. I couldn't have seen you. Wow. Wow. No, okay. no. My, I zip mean, lining, are... my zip lining was like, preschool next to what you did when we went in Costa Rica 
a, oh a no long no time no! Ago. This was you could see the volcano to the east. You could see the pop up the ocean to okay. the, you right. know the I'm west. I'm having a little and, bit of palpitations as you're talking about. I it. mean, it's you can't see. You can see the top of the the trees. You can't yeah, see yeah, below yeah. the trees. So unless there happened to be some monkeys or a sloth hanging on top of that tree top, the canopy, you could see nothing except. The vast forest, uh, yeah, uh huh. The vast rainforest of and like and the mountains of it, right? So just mm-hmm. the slanted version, you know, of tree a forest. So you went up high, and the higher you went, the colder it was because it's windy and oh, it's rainy, right, and because you're in right. the clouds. You're in the cloud. Forest. That's the cloud forest. You're in the clouds. So, ah, oh God, it was. Um, so they strap us in, and I'm saying to the guy, "How many people have died?" of late doing this. this. And he said, it's been 20 years. And I go, (laughs) wait, no, really? And he said, yes. Like what happened 20 years ago? And he said, somebody, I mean, he didn't really explain it. He just said, and he go, the first, he said, not today. Nobody's died. I go, well, we're the first ones on. And he said, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, he kept a straight face throughout the whole things during somewhere in the middle of the our two hours, I said to him, do you, I mean, you're so serious. Could you crack a smile? This you could did, be my last did. moment. <laughs> did you say that? <laughs> did he smile or did he? He did. He did. He's wearing a mask, but yes, I could see that there was a moment of <laughs> he, joy. He smized. His eyes smiled. His eyes smized. <laughs> His eyes smized. So, uh, so that, so you go up top and then you go along one zip line and then you're kind of zigzagging, but you stop at each one and climb. Yeah some oh, okay. stairs to go to the next one and then you zip across. And so most of the time I'm not with my son. Most of the time he's zipping by himself and he's standing up and saying, I'll go first. He's so happy and excited. Like no fear. Yeah. Mr. 20 a little bit year, of fear, but then so he year old is freaking out. And right. Leon's like, <laughs> they do this sample. We get to do a practice run on a small little space. Uh-huh. And then after that, Leon says he's nervous and he's a little bit scared. And then after that, when we go to step up, he's like, I'll go first. So then whatever fear he had, he moved on. Even though at first he wanted to do the sample run again, Uh uh (laughs) but then we did and we didn't. And then he was fine. And when I was watching the video later, because I took video of him doing Mm -hmm. it and I was watching Mm -hmm. it the other day, fully knowing the outcome (laughs) <laughs> that he makes it across, you know, <laughs> and still watching this, my child, my seven-year-old child get smaller and smaller and smaller across as the, as the zip this canopy, as the right, as the zip line disappears, the whole thing. And I'm thinking, what am I doing? At right. the end, at the end of the, after seven, then we survive and it's mm-hmm. fine and all of Zig-zags. that. The last bit, you have to either rappel down to the ground or Mm -hmm. you can bungee. And all the people that were with, except for me and this 20-some-odd-year-old, say that they will rappel. And the two of us are saying, we'll bungee. So he got his... He he was still nervous, but he. I think think we both... He and I didn't fully talk about it, but I think we both... I'll speak for myself and say, at that point, I'll bungee. You know what? In your face, I'll bungee. I'm not going to repel down like no. a without doing anything. I'm if you if bungee is an option and it can I'm be dangerous, sign me up. <laughs> so I so I turn to 
it's a good there wasn't it's like some knife thrower there and you were like yeah no go ahead i know my god you're, totally <laughs> that would have been you're right i could have been that ballsy at that point and that would have been insanely stupid but maybe not i don't like blood who so much to, who wants to skydive i'm in <laughs> i would maybe would have done that so i so i turn to leon and i just say because i'm going ahead of him and i just say i love you want you to know I love you. And then I say, <laughs> oh does he look at you like, oh my God. He just, he's like, I love you too. And then I turn to the mother of this other family of the young kid family standing behind him. And I say, I just want, you to know, he has my mother's phone number if anything goes wrong. And so she said, she said, okay. And then he turns and he says, well, how am I going to get home? Not, oh my God, my mom's about to die. Just yeah, like that. Not, why, I, mom, why do home? you need, why do I need Gaga's number? Just, <laughs> but how am I going to get home then? And yeah. the woman said, don't worry, I'll get, I'll get you home safely. I said, thank you. Are you serious, son? Oh, Any concern God. for me? Yeah. Anyway, I bungeed, made it. <sighs> and, and how far was down the, was the bungee? Very small, short. Yeah. Like, and it was, it, he, the guy says, I'm in count of three and I'm going to push you slash you're going to jump backwards. And I'm like, what? One, two. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. It was, uh, I, I'm, I used to, that, there's that moment of you're falling backwards you fall. too, oh no less. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. For seconds, uh-huh. really very short. And then you're just going to, it was, and then it bounces was not, a little yeah, bit. not, yeah. yeah, it was not like a insane deal. Wow. But I survived and uh, that's that. And then. I'm, my palms are sweating and you're just you're just he- hearing about it. And I'm very impressed. When mm. we bu- when we bungee jumped, I didn't bungee jump and I will make it through my entire life n- having never bungee jumped. But when we zip lined in Costa Rica a solid 20 years ago, Reina was really upset that she couldn't go by herself because the one, the place we went you went with someone, you went with, the kids went with an adult, either their parents or the person who worked there. And she went from being very excited to being very sleepy where she was actually lying down on one of the platforms. Turns out she had a high fever and she had gotten (laughs) somewhere between arriving and us leaving, she had gotten a fever. And, you know, we ended up having to see a doctor and all that. But so, you know, there we were on some Did you platform. finish the zipline? Yes. We, we didn't have an option. <laughs> we had no option. This is after Raina being apoplectic that she had to be with someone. How old was she? She was probably eight, seven or that, eight. That she had to go by herself, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. No, no, that she wasn't allowed to go by herself. She, wanted, she wanted to go to. by herself. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, but no. And then she was lying down, almost sleeping on the... It's like, what? Yeah, yeah, and I feel her forehead. I'm like, okay, she's burning up. We got to get the hell out of here. But strap her on, ladies and gentlemen. Strap her on. We're going but, down. But compared to your experience, I'm proud of you. Uh, I mean, you the, live to tell the tale. You really other, did have an adventure. <laughs> the other part of that harrowing tale, there are two other harrowing moments, I guess, on the trip. One, I don't know why this is going to be the theme, but one was driving from Bihagua to Monteverde, and we had. I looked at the map and I had three options of how to get there. One was two hours, one was 220, one was three. And Leanne and I looked at each other and said, obviously we'll do the two hours. So we get in the car and there's some points in the two hour drive or three hour drive, two hour, it doesn't matter, 
there's there are big <laughs> signs on the road that say four by four only four by four only. Then we take the turn. It's four by four only on this road. And I was like, well, that's why we got the four by four. I thought to myself, la, 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 la. Yeah. Actually, I wasn't like, was la, this- la, la. I was thinking, that's why we got the four by four. This is a four by four, right? This is a <laughs> four by four. There's you're asking no- your seven-year-old son, Ryan. He's like, I'm asking oh, the car. I mean, the whole, yeah, all of it. And because it would be nice if there was just a big sign across the, the dashboard, dashboard mm-hmm. that said, I am a four by four. Rest assured, <laughs> Heidi. I am a yes, four by yes. four. That would be the sign that it would specifically be talking to you. In the first person. Heidi, you're good. We got this. Yeah. We got it. Instead, I have no idea and spent, and then what happens, why you needed that four by four, even in the dry season, was because the roads were really dry, really unpaved, and went straight up. It was a full incline. Oh man! And super rocky, not like a gravelly, full on bolt, like big rocks in the road that you had to. And the road wasn't even though it was straight up; it was straight up curvy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you still had to windy. Windy. You had to navigate everything, and at some points, was beautiful view. At some points, I was fully on an incline going. Maybe a a kilometer. Oh, I love it when you're international. I mean, just (laughs) couldn't even, I wasn't even moving. That's my point. I wasn't even moving. And I had this moment of, will I be rolling back down this mountain? Will we be rolling back down this mountain? Is this the end? The end. What is the plan? Oh my! I don't. Lord. You know, I feel like when we learn like how to drive, nightmare I have. I have that recurring nightmare where I'm going backwards and the brakes aren't working. But you were living it with your son in a foreign country. Also, I, mean, I just I feel like when wow. we learn how to drive, even though they there might be a question in there about if you're in a snowstorm, this is what you do, or right. if it's yeah. raining really hard, this is how you break or don't break. But there's no, if you're on but, an incline on a rocky road. But I don't even feel like there's that stuff too. I mean, in my life, I've been in situations, in inclement situations where I don't know how to manage myself. While there are yeah, people I yeah. might be with who lived in snow their whole lives, so they understand how to right, right. navigate a snowstorm or torrential downpour or hurricane. Yeah, I don't know, you yeah, know, but I don't know. I think that should be part of our lessons where we really, that somebody, anyway, so I was doing, nobody taught me what to do on an incline, (laughs) on a dirt road, on a rocky, unpaved dirt road in possibly a four by four, maybe not, and what to do. And anyway, also survived that. It was harrowing. When I finally got to the B&B that we were staying at and I'm in a, I need to just, I need to just, I need a hot bath, which isn't a thing because we're staying in a treehouse and an iv of valium and an iv of a lot of things (laughs) that uh the people say to me in spanish you took what road (laughs) you know and i said what do you mean and they said oh you oh you took that you didn't have to take that road and the next day i noticed a message from the owner of the b&b which she had sent prior to my departure Mm -hmm. the day before saying don't take xyz road uh-huh well, well, shockingly, I have a I made it. 
door. You made it because you are fearless. And even though you were panicking, you just eyes on the prize. Kept on what going. choice did I have? I didn't you know where no I was. Choice. What was I going to do? No I was just got- in the car going, please keep going. Please just go. Just get over the, oh just get God. over this ridge. Get over this ridge. Oh You're fine, God. baby. So it was get a really relaxing ridge. vacation. I'm, I'm sensing. So relaxing. <laughs> Doug so and nice. I, Doug and I went to Maui one time again, full twenty five years ago, and we wanted to take the road to Hana, which is a, a road that pretty much um, circumvents the island. And we're in just like like a rented Taurus or something like that, right? Taurus, Taurus, <laughs> Taurus. And uh, we're going along, and we notice how it's the pavement is not great, and then we notice that there's no pavement, and then we notice that there's lots of rocks. But we've gone so far, we going back would be the same, and we're in like a just a sedan, you know, like nothing happened. We made it all the way, but of course, when we looked, we're looking at the map, and we're like, "But there's a road here," and then we realized that the road was not a solid line; it was a dotted line. And then, we mind realized- you, everyone. This is an actual paper map 25 years ago. Oh, right. Paper map. <laughs> Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. And there's you don't no get GPS. dotted lines. Yeah. There's no GPS. I mean, we're talking probably, this is, might have been in the 80s. That's how long ago it was. Yeah. Yeah. That it would was, be more than 25 years ago. I try to, yeah. So a solid, I don't know. I can't do the math. But 75 um, years ago. 75 years ago we were in an a solid 75 and um and uh yeah (laughs) i mean we're talking upwards of you know where you're in the 30s yeah f scott fitzgerald was with us it was not in the 1930s 30 some odd years ago (laughs) i know i know i know it was did you did you yes all right listen Um, oh i think you had one more adventure are you going to tell us? I the- did, but I want to, I want to, so the other adventure was a part of the adventure was deciding to surf where I, again, had this moment of what if my kid goes under and he can't be saved or they can't find him when he goes under. And I, you know, one of those, we both surfed, we both had a great time. It was all good. Um, but I think that just the theme of responsibility in a way that in all the times that I've traveled or gone on adventures, I haven't felt that level of responsibility before, even when I've traveled with him. Yeah. This one yeah, yeah, yeah. was, there was felt, uh, there was a constant level of organi- organizing. Mm-hmm. And I said to him at some point, I said, do you understand? <laughs> Cause he'll, he would be wanting my attention when I'm trying to pack up and organize. And I said, do you understand that I'm trying to pack and unpack and organize and figure out what do we need for the day? What does he need to wear for the next day? What's he going to wear? You know, so I can plan ahead because we're going into different weathers and you know, you're freezing right now. So what are the layers that we can have, but you're going to be hot in like four hours because we're going to be in 90 degree weather. So I have to think of all that. Are you thinking about all that? And he said, no. And I said, so I need five minutes, (laughs) five (laughs) minutes of quiet. As the seven-year-old's going, you want quiet, 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 quiet. Oh, my. Talk about. I'm so happy to be torturing you, right? Like just, I mean, so just a happy kid, right? A happy yeah. kid who's just dancing and singing, and I need him to get lost. I need, I need, pure, I need utter silence and quiet so I can figure out what time we're leaving, what needs to be packed and what bag and which way and da, da, da. Oh. 
So yeah, yeah it was kind of crazy. But and then in between that, we had lots of fun times. And talk about we were going to talk today about walking that line between nagging and um, encouraging, encouraging. Yes. and it's kind of in that same vein, or in a similar vein of constantly trying to figure out how to talk to my kid about mm-hmm. things while yeah. we're on this trip, and I'm still wanting to teach him certain things. And we've talked about this before, where I'm still playing parents and what that means to me, yeah, and letting things go because who cares yeah in the scheme of it and knowing what the line is what those lines are and so same with encouraging being able to do it from a place of positivity of saying um i really like when you know it's so great when you decided to draw that that tree and got your art book out and we're drawing those things it's such a magical thing and we get to um, keep this journal of the trees that you've seen along your blah, 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 positive was he, reinforcement. Was he, in his, was he drawing in his art journal? Yeah. That's pretty impressive. It really? was cool. Yeah, no. But I'm then I so... needed him to do it all the times where I needed a piece of wood. Right. So then you go from, remember how great it was when you were drawing? Draw! <laughs> Damn it! Draw! <laughs> Look Take at that your tree. pens. Take I your markers see... and get out! <laughs> I, I want to see in that tree in 10 minutes! Oh, my God, I want to say that wasn't quite like that, but it totally was like that. <laughs> oh, my God, it's so hard. Sh- put more color in that tree. <laughs> what kind of tree is that? <laughs> There's no leaves. Where are the leaves? <laughs> We're in a rainforest. There are a lot of le- a lot of leaves. Put a monkey right there, you slacker. <laughs> Which goes... Which also, that's funny that you said that because that segues into thinking you're the only one that can do something right with your kid or with oh, anyone, right? Or Where just you, in general, right? Right. Like, but, but when you're teaching your kid, like talking about teaching and encouraging yeah, yeah. versus encouraging and thinking, but so yes, there's totally a general, but just staying with that theme yeah, for one second. Yeah. Thinking of te- so you, how many times my kid says, I want to do ta-ta-ta. And sometimes I don't want him to do it because I just want to get it done. I'm in a time thing. And then sometimes I have to back up and say, he's trying to learn something. As he's trying to learn something, let him do it, whatever it is. So it. go let and do, do it. it you want to you wanna make that food on the hot fire and you want to burn yourself? You go ahead. You do you. <laughs> then there's- Go to the emergency room. <laughs> the same with like when you're cooking or baking or something yeah, and there's a yeah, way that yeah. you do it. And, and you, and they're not doing it that way. And I've seen plenty of teachers who, or parents even who just let the kids do what they're going to do and do it how they want Mm -hmm. and let them play and experiment. And I respect that and appreciate it. And sometimes I can allow that. And sometimes I have a hard time allowing that. And it isn't, I don't, I mean, obviously there's a middle ground somewhere always, but there's, it's hard. I remember, yeah. I remember making cookies with Raina and one of her friends. And this friend of hers was a challenging kid, and that he had a big personality, and he was he was sort of um, contrary. He liked being contrary. He was smart as a whip, you know, very smart. I mean, he was the kind of kid who would correct your grammar. He would cor- the the adults around him, and they were talking right. well educated, and. Um, I just remember it, it getting really messy when we were, and it went from having fun to like, like me knowing that I had to let go, but 
flour had been flung in the kitchen and Raina and, and Sean just thought this was hysterical. And I was just like, I just watched my, you know, I watched the blood in my body slow down and me just go, okay, hold it together. It's really, there's so much letting go involved in parenting. And like you said, deciding when it matters and when it doesn't and not that there's, and there's no, you can't flip to like, when does it matter in cookie making? Like there's not, there's not a, a some guideline. It's, it's so individual and how you, you know, how do you navigate that? And I noticed with, with mine that what happens is I might say, no, I'm just going to do it or no to whatever he's asking. And then, which I will, um, what's the word I want to say? I will share that I come from a family that are uh, of no sayers, mm-hmm. naysayers. And right. the reaction is no. Can I do that? No. Can I do that? No. Mm-hmm. Why can't I do that? I don't know. And then I would nag as a kid until right. I got what I wanted, which was a, turn, a reversal of that that no decision yeah also because i never i'm not never i oftentimes didn't understand the no it didn't make sense to me and so if you're going to say no explain why you're going to say no i thought my i thought at the time although with my kid i'll say no i'll explain why the answer is no and that still doesn't work so maybe that wouldn't have worked for me either when i was a kid but it doesn't work because he wants what he wants and he's seven right yeah 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 and he doesn't really care about my rationale generally speaking (laughs) But sometimes I think about it like the flour or can I put all the ingredients in something silly and who really cares? And I'm thinking, I just want to get it done. We're on a time constraint or especially with this trip, there were things where I needed to be mindful of the time because we had to be somewhere or I knew we'd be driving for a certain amount of time. And I knew that what it looked like on the other side, if we didn't leave by a certain time. So which he's not holding all that information and I'm the adult and I need, and I need to make choices obviously. But sometimes I do change my mind. I do think about it for a second later and think, nah, you know what? Fine. Go ahead and do it. Yeah. But then he yeah, doesn't yeah. believe me. <laughs> then he says, he thinks, then he, he says, fine, forget it. I don't want it. Oh. And I'm like, no, it's fine. You can have whatever. You can have that piece of gum or you can have the, whatever it is that he's asking for. You can play on your device for. or you, you can, can play, yeah. Whatever. Um, go ahead and do it. No, I'm not going to do it. And then I'm sitting there going, okay, then don't do it. I don't care. But also, also at the same time, I'm honestly saying to you, he goes, well, I don't believe you. And I said, well, this is a problem that we have oh, then. Right, right. Because, because that, that means he's not trusting you. Right. Well, that and right. Yes, it's exactly what the problem is. And I said, I, it's important that you hear me when I say something's okay and trust that Right. You're not going to go, just kidding. I didn't right? mean it you when would... I told you that you could do that. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So how do you navigate that one? Uh, Painkillers. <laughs> yeah, <I haven't. laughs> that, um, there's that IV of Valium again. <laughs> it's something that I just, I find that I'm reflective about on a regular yeah. basis, that I'm yeah. constantly thinking about and trying to check myself and not say no before I've thought it through. That one's hard at times, especially in the midst of everything that's going on. Yeah. 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 Well, that's the thing about, about parenthood is that it's an endless line of decisions. You know, what, yes, no, does it matter? How important is it? You know, all of those things, especially because it's their job. 
and I think I'm right when I say this, it's their job to test our boundaries. They're always trying to figure out what are my boundaries, what are my parameters, and it is, it is our job to create boundaries for them because if we don't, there's a lack of safety for them because who's in charge if, if you know, the parents aren't creating boundaries, which, you know, I had one parent who was like, as we know, kicked Dickie out of the house for not wearing a belt. And my dad, who let us paint on the walls in fluorescent paint and cuss and smoke cigarettes and, you know, basically do anything. So navigating, finding the appropriate boundaries and creating a safe space for your kid and also giving them enough room to put all the ingredients and to learn and to try and all of that. It's, you know, but they need to feel that we trust them too. And that Absolutely. we're, while we're holding that safe space for them and allowing them to explore their boundaries and that we are trusting, we're creating that safe space for them and trusting that they can expand yeah. and stretch and do all of that. And that they're going to be, it's not right. even that we trust that it's going to be okay, which also that's a good one. So even going back to that zip line, I, I was just I was just thinking about the zip line that I said to the twenty year old kid, or I said to all of them as everybody was tripping, just saying, "Let's be in a place of gratitude for a successful, safe journey down the mountain." Thank you for this safe journey. Did you Thank say all this? Yeah, and That's they so were awesome, and they were kind of laughing about it, but not laughing, but they were agreeing, right? So yeah. Thank yeah. you so much for a safe journey, and we come out alive. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and what else could you do? There had to be a mantra in there, right? There had yeah. to be a place of gratitude and trust that we're going to survive, we're going to make it down. And not to say this is not, of course, to suggest that those who have terrible accidents, it's because they weren't in a place of gratitude or trusting that it was all going to work out. But I well, nothing else to hold on to is, at that point. Yeah, you're shifting. You, you have to shift your point of view. You, and you know. shift point of view, shift energy. Also, again, the point of view that I constantly discuss this with my kid about when he's upset about something, about not getting something he wants, or I say, shift the way you're thinking about it, shift yeah. the way we've talked about this. And yeah. he's like, I don't know how to do it. And I say, I say lots of things depending on the moment to remind him how to have a different headspace about it. I did ironically hear him tell, I was talking to some parents that we met Canadians, they are Canadians that we uh -huh. met on our travels, and they um, somebody was at. I don't remember. What it, was, it doesn't matter. Somebody was asking me what I do for a living, and then he said, "I just saw him say something like, I've been in therapy for seven years. I've been living with a therapist for seven years, or something like that." I was like, "Oh my god, you're so wait, you're in trouble, buddy." Leon said that. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. He just goes. <laughs> so they were just saying, oh, so, you know, do you, it's something like you get, I don't even know whatever, whatever they asked, but he's like, yeah, they're like, oh, that must be interesting for you. And he's like, I've been living with a therapist for seven years. And I said, you did not just say that. <laughs> that's such a, that's such a like oh, line I, out of a 15 year old's mouth, know, not a seven year old. I know. It's so, it's so nutty oh sometimes the God. things that he says, it really is so nutty. Oh. So this was a conversation I had with these Canadian parents that I was just talking about, which is how do you make choices about that? What works for you doesn't work for somebody else. Yeah. And even what works for Malcolm isn't going to work for Reina and what's going to work for Malcolm Arena isn't going to work for Leon and yeah. on and on and on and on. And yeah. that everything, were we talking about this, about this, 
how difficult it is to find the right cocktail for someone with bipolar disorder yeah, yeah. and that there's there are, every whatever you take it is so particular to that individual based on their level of need based on their body chemistry based on their everything that's happening yeah. mm -hmm. and that they that that part of figuring out what works for them is constantly adjusting or yeah. definitely adjusting. And then eventually your body changes and you need to adjust again a little bit more. Your body gets used to what's in the, I mean, all of these things. So it feels like that with parenting that no matter what you do, it's a cocktail that needs to be adjusted based on where you're at, based on their age, based on their needs, based their on your personality, needs, their per personality, their right. temperament, yeah. all of it. And there is no one formula. And even though there are millions of books out there, it's a guideline. And and you and I have talked about this before. I'm about to get on a pedestal for a second. Not really, but just the idea so of not pedestal. I am on a pedestal. If you don't mind. <laughs> Wait, I'm looking up at you. Wait, like, oh, my, my neck hurts. Oh my just God. The, the concept of minimally engaging with truth and honesty and love Yeah. and compassion. Yep. At the yeah. same time, there's a way in which we listen to our kids in a way that we weren't listened to, but we struggle. Right. So I, Actually, I'm going to take that story back. There's a middle ground between, and this is a conversation I constantly have with myself, with my kid of allowing what I'm allowing in a moment and what I need to draw a boundary about. Yeah. And even when we were traveling, he had, he got this hundred dollars for the, getting the vaccine. Wow. So they, that's something that they were offering in here. And so he got, he had a hundred dollar um visa Gift card, uh, debit, visa card. whatever mm -hmm. or something mm -hmm. and and he's been not wanting to use it waiting for something really yeah. uh, whatever and i said ultimately you're gonna have to use it because after a year or something they start charging you and you start losing money on it. and i said you got to use it but anyway so we're in there and he wants to buy things at this huge farmer's market in tamarindo and he wants to buy these necklaces let me rephrase. Let me let us be clear. He picks out ten to fifteen necklaces, maybe let's just say ten necklaces that he likes and he must have. And mm -hmm. I say, that's not happening. You can have one. And then and then I change my tune to say, if you want to use your money, you know, they're yeah. cheap necklaces, but still, yeah. it's not the point. Yeah. If you want to use your money, you can buy whatever you want. It's your choice. That's your money to use how you want to use it. We go back and forth and he's crying and he wants, it escalates to he's crying because he wants two or three necklaces. And then the woman in Spanish is saying, if you get two, I'll give you the third. And which I'm also not wanting to indulge, by the way, I also don't want to say, yes, that's okay. So I'm in that, just, uh, this is a longer story, but needless to say, he there were a couple things on the trip where he really wanted to buy it and I really didn't want to buy it. I could buy, maybe get behind one, but I, but the other thing that he wanted to get was more expensive. And I said, it's not appropriate for a seven-year-old to have, I'm not buying that for you. And it was a jewelry box, but an expensive one. And, and he said, but I really want it and I want it. And a part of me was thinking, oh, this is our trip and I could get him something special. And the other part of me is like, this whole trip is special. You're, you're solid. We just went zip lining. I don't need to. And that's not cheap. And then he says, anyway, I let him spend his own money on it. Of course, that card didn't work and I had to use my own money to do it. No. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I kept his card and it's mine yeah, now. It's mine now. Yeah. 
But the yeah. point is just constantly trying to navigate and teach him. I don't want him to think that anytime he wants, to, he can say, Anything I want, want yeah. you can have. Yeah. And identifying something as a want or a need and he's seven and where's the line and it's, and I'm already starting to teach him and I don't know, it's exhausting. This parenting job is exhausting <laughs> and hard. Know, it's, it's hard. It's hard. It's hard. It's hard. And that's why I say that when they go, when they finally go at age 18, you're ready. You're ready for them to go. It's hard to believe now because he's only seven. And I used to, when they were little and I would think about them leaving, I would start to weep because I thought, how will I ever be without them? But my experience was it's whoever figured out this 18 thing, I feel like by 18 years, sent him a present. you're like, <laughs> okay, I'm going to miss you, but you're going to be fine. And yes, I do miss them, but there's a little bit, I did a little bit of a dance. I have to say. Yeah. I did a <laughs> and I was of, all in. I was all in as a mother. You know what I mean? I did a little bit of a dance the night after we got back when he slept out. Yeah. And he said, I don't want to leave you. I don't want you to be sad. And I, because I said, are you excited to go? And he's like, yeah. And I said, what's the hesitation? He said, I just don't want you to be sad. I said, you got nothing to worry about, kid. You got nothing. <laughs> and I said, are you feeling a little bit sad? Are you going to miss me? And he said, yes. And I said, Aww. I'm going to miss you too. We've been nose to nose for you, you 13 days. You crossed your days. fingers behind your back and you said, I'm going to miss you too. <laughs> and I said, I love you. It's We're going to be okay. See you as late as you can tomorrow. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think that we've um, I think we've, we've covered so much today. We've covered Will Smith and Chris Rock and alopecia and Jada Pinkett Smith. And alopecia, Maggie. by the way, is a medical condition where you lose your hair. Oh, I don't right. know if you we mentioned know. that. Yeah. It, yeah. Okay. And um, hair on and, your body. And we've covered hair on your body. And uh, I think we're done. All right. Fine. All Let's right. be done. You want to be Let's done? Be done. We're going to be done. But don't oh, so then to... let's end this parenting thing with what if nothing's wrong? What if you're doing the best that you can at every given moment and you give yourself some props for it? Yeah. Yeah. You give yourself some props. If you, if, yes, because we can't do it perfectly. We're not going to do it perfectly. That's There's no okay. such thing. We don't even and know if, what that means. Yeah. Yeah. And that you can give yourself props. And, and if you mess up, you know, sorry is a really powerful word. Exactly. Oh, yeah, it's really I apologize to Leon all the time. Absolutely. And I think that's one of the strongest and most powerful things you can do as a parent is to let them know, let them see that yes you yes you're going to make mistakes and you know how to own it. Right? I do think that's powerful. I do then wonder/worry that when he turns around and he apologizes for his behavior and then says, "Don't you have something to say to me?" Oh, he's waiting for you to say you're yeah, sorry. Yeah, and I say <laughs> I don't have anything to apologize for that one. Yeah. This no, one's on I, you, I was annoyed and I'm allowed yeah. to be annoyed at your behavior. Yeah. Now draw that tree, buddy. Yeah. And make it good. <laughs> make it really good. <laughs> make it real good. <laughs> All right, guys. Rate, review, and subscribe. Tell your friends. Um, see us next. See you next week. Where we're going to talk about self-esteem. We are. Self-esteem. Bye. Self-esteem. Bye. Self-esteem. Bye. <laughs> or see, babe. When you're out to cock a father doesn't recognize you. Find your joy.
Like stripping, find your joy.